0: This is the Jesus Habit Podcast, where we're using scripture and science to make your new nature in Christ, second nature. Episode 20 for Tuesday, October 1st, 2019. (music) The Big Idea to become someone whose actions line up with faith in Jesus's calling, I need to be with comrades who echo the same calling. Our weekly identity statement, I intentionally surround myself with and daily encourage comrades in the calling. And our memory verse, therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses. But we have one who has been tempted in every way just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Hebrews four fourteen through 16 Jesus is the only way we can have true and lasting rest. Jesus is the only one who can give us true and lasting rest. Jesus was tempted in all the ways we are. He was tempted to rebel against God in the garden and by the devil. But he didn't sin. Jesus, who is our high priest, the one who represents us to the Father, was tempted in the same ways we are. He has the firsthand experience with what it feels like to be tempted to rebel against God. He is the one who goes into God's presence on our behalf, who offered himself as the ultimate sacrifice for our sins, dealing with the very thing that kept us from God's presence. Our high priest is is not some high and mighty, although he is definitely high and mighty, aristocrat who oppresses the people with religion to force their compliance, which brings about financial prosperity for the priestly ruling class. Our high priest, although he was God, did not use his divinity to help him in his humanity. He did not oppress people or take advantage of them for his own benefit. Instead, he did the exact opposite. He did for them, for us, what we could never do on our own, offer the perfectly acceptable sacrifice for sins. Any sacrifice the priest would have offered had a shelf life. It only lasted for so long. It only covered so many sins. That's why they had to keep offering sacrifices over and over again because the sacrifice wasn't perfect. Sure, the command was to bring a perfect, spotless lamb or animal, but the blood of goats and bulls can't take away sins. We needed a perfect, in-kind sacrifice. We needed a perfect, spotless human to be sacrificed for our sins. So, Jesus was able to offer himself as the only perfectly acceptable sacrifice for our sins. And, because it was perfect, he ascended into heaven— If his sacrifice hadn't been perfect, he would have had to stay behind and keep being crucified over and over again. But because it was perfect, he could ascend into heaven, the heavenly sanctuary, go directly into God's presence and sit down because the work was complete. He could go into God's presence himself, having been the sacrifice, and be the permanent argument for us, the people who believe in Jesus. Because of this, We should hold firmly to our faith. It's permanent. It's ultimate. It's higher than all the other works that have been done. We aren't holding to an imperfect system that requires repetition. We are holding to the only actual salvation that exists. Because Jesus did not sin, and because he did not sin in the fullness of his humanity, he is our high priest. And because he is our high priest, who in himself dealt with the thing that separated us from God, he took our sin on himself along with the wrath that we were owed and paid our debt in full. We are then made right with God because of Jesus. Jesus takes away any hurdle that keeps us from knowing our maker. And when we receive this free work of Christ, he makes us his brothers and sisters, a legitimate member of God's family with all the rights of a co-heir. So then, let us approach God's throne of grace with confidence. Let us walk into God's presence with the same confidence of Christ, who went into the heavenly sanctuary and sat down and rested because he had completed the work. He was at peace because the work was complete." Because the work has been completed for us, we can be at rest in God's presence. We can walk in the confidence of a son or daughter of the king. We do not have to cower in fear, hoping the sacrifices we made were enough to cover it. Jesus has covered it all. Everything is covered. Nothing is hidden from God. Everything is laid bare. It has all been accounted for. All of it. So, Approach God's throne of grace with confidence. Don't hold back. Don't reserve yourself. Go in as a son or daughter. Why? Not just for the pleasure of being in the presence of the king, but to find the help you need in your present reality. Go into God's throne of grace to find the grace you need for what you're dealing with right now, because God wants to put that to rest too. And in His presence and from His throne is the only place we will find what we need to rest from it, whatever it may be. We don't muster up our own strength to resist temptation. We go into God's presence and receive His strength to permanently defeat that temptation. We don't prove ourselves in God's presence. Christ proves us. There are no presumptions of competence on our part. God does not expect us to live perfectly in order to earn our status with Him. He expects us to receive what we need to live in Him. This phrase, find grace to help us in our time of need, is another really incredibly important nautical term. The word for help here means frapping. During a horrible storm, and because the boats of that time were made of wood, there was a great concern that the storm would break the boat into pieces. So they would frap the boat, or strap ropes around the boat, going under the boat into the water, and tie the ropes together to hold the ship together. God knows the fragility of our human condition. He knows what we struggle with. He knows the difficulty of getting through the storms of this life. That's why he sent Jesus. Not to save us from the storm, but to get us through it. He doesn't want us to try to weather the storm on our own. That's not God's intent at all. He wants us to come to him to find the strength we need to get through the storm. He wants us to come into his presence with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to strap our lives together. He wants to wrap us up in himself and through himself give us what we need to get to himself. On our own, we are weak and susceptible to temptation. But just like Christ resisted the temptation to rebel in the garden and go against God's plan, we too by coming into God's presence, can receive the strength of Christ to resist the temptation to rebel and do things our own way. This is how we enter God's rest. This is what God's rest feels like. When we stop hardening our hearts because we're afraid of God's reaction to our sin and we humbly soften ourselves to receive His grace in Christ to deal with our sin. That's what God wants to do in you and me. If we'll let Him. Will you let Him give you what you need this day? www.thejesushabit.com